This podcast is called How to Win Against the Devil. There's a person in heaven that made a, uh, it's going to sound weird, but, um, a computer program. And um, there's people that uh, die and go to heaven in the future. And, you know, they're, they're anyways, um, they made a computer program that uh, was like a hologram from Star Trek. And the way it worked is it, the computer program thought with a calculator and a dictionary. And then uh, this person um, brought the, the hologram to where the devil sometimes is. It's kind of a long story, but when you die and go to heaven, you might hear about this story. And so the um, this one day might be a very famous story. So the devil's there, um, and this is a true story. It's oddly, I know. Everything with the devil is so stupid, it never sounds true. That's, that's one of the strange things about the devil. It, everything the devil does is so stupid that anyone, if anyone talks about it, they sound stupid too, and it sounds like it's not true. So that, that I'm going to ignore the devil part for just a moment. So what this guy did is he made this hologram, and then he brought it to where the devil is. And the devil um, kind of took it as a challenge if the, the devil could trick a hologram into believing a lie. And so this, this hologram thought with the dictionary and the calculator, that's it. So what was interesting is the devil cannot win against a dictionary. The, the hologram spent the entire time telling the devil that the devil's using words incorrectly. That is not the correct meaning of the word. So if, if you are a person that one day thinks you're going to meet the devil or someone that just is like the devil or similar to a devil, then if you know words in the dictionary, you will always beat the devil because... He either uses words incorrectly just because he's a regular person. The devil doesn't know every word perfectly. So he does it on accident. Or he does it because he's a liar. And so if you know the meaning of words, you never believe the devil's lies. When this happened, this went on for days. And there were a whole bunch of uh, men and women that were like an audience. And what ended up happening is they thought that one day the devil might win against the dictionary. Uh, The devil was so embarrassed by this that he... Uh, he quit and then he told he was so embarrassed by it after he quit Uh, and this is a strange thing to be embarrassed about that a hologram wouldn't believe a lie I mean that's kind of weird a dictionary wouldn't believe a lie the devil announced to a bunch of his angels and other things um, that uh, this will be a, a victory one day that one day the devil will win against the dictionary by getting the wrong words in the dictionary but also this thing thought with the calculator. And so occasionally this, this hologram would answer with mathematics. And so the, the hologram would say that what you're saying is not logical because mathematically the, uh, the answer is, and then the, the hologram would explain the mathematics to the devil. When we talk and when we think, we, we can measure it with mathematics. Like one plus one is mostly simple mathematics, like up to maybe first grade math. And so if you know first grade math and the meaning of words, you can win against the devil. He doesn't, the devil cannot win against the dictionary or the calculator. Now, we would think that that only applies to things that are like things that can be known, hard sciences, but we might think that, some people would say hard sciences, some people might think that, well, what about other things like opinions? Can the devil uh, deceive a hologram into, um, into believing a lie if the if the hologram only thinks with opinions that's a very interesting question the answer is no and the reason is if, if we programmed a hologram to have the same opinions as let's say the internet uh, but only things that people aren't angry about so memes 
cat memes, pizza memes, uh, and things like that. Then every time the devil would talk, the hologram would either say that that's he'd say the hologram would say to the devil, "That's not correct, Lucifer," or you know because that's not what the meme says, or the hologram would say, "What are you talking about? I'm not familiar with that." And the devil would say, "Oh, but do you want to murder someone?" Then the hologram will just repeat murder memes or something if there's if there are such a thing on the internet. So the devil can't win against a hologram because the hologram is always reliable with its knowledge and doesn't change to have opinions. So if, if you are the kind of person that is trying to figure this out, here's the answer. If we change our mind, that is not that doesn't mean we're wrong ever. So I, I can make a um, this guy can make a hologram that uh, would you know have a variety of settings or something but but with things like politics or opinions the hologram will always return to the what is the, what can be known and so if we always answer the devil with what can be known and we find out all the other devil's bullshit it doesn't matter there's a couple other ways to win against the devil um Tell him his own ideas where uh, other people here that don't agree with him. It doesn't matter what his idea is. Um, when people don't agree with him, he is terribly embarrassed. He's, um, you know, public speaking is difficult for just about everyone. Maybe everyone, we might say. People that do it a lot will say it's difficult, but we can learn it. Uh, the devil, he, uh, in the future, is going to do a lot of public speaking in the earth, he plans, uh, where people can see him. You know, for a long time, no one's ever seen him. It's like, Jesus Christ, where the fuck is Jesus? God the Father, where the fuck is he? He never shows his face. He never comes around. Angels, who the fuck are those? They never come around. The devil, is he real? They all plan to show their dumb faces here in the earth eventually. And so when they do it, uh, the devil wants to come out and show his face. And then he wants you to choose, you know, do you want to... Whose face do you like? Do you like the devil's face or Jesus' face or God's face? And so when he does it, he, was, he plans on doing public speaking, but... He only wants audiences that agree with him, which is how a lot of people might feel actually. I mean, honestly, when we're speaking to our family, it's better when they're nice to us. We're speaking to our neighbors, it's better when they're kind and nice to us. When we're speaking at uh, any public place, like if we're doing speech class in high school, they should be nice to us. If we're doing acting, it's really similar to public speaking or music performances. It's better when people are kind when they're nice. But when we are doing public speaking, Typically what we're doing is speaking about a topic that we're confident about. And so when we're talking about science, for instance, there's a lot of things about science that people might dispute. For instance, if, if somebody said, we can make motor vehicles that don't produce uh, toxic chemicals in the exhaust, and we can do it without changing the exhaust system or the emissions, we can just make a better engine and it only is slightly different. If somebody says that, people that are interested in motor vehicles will go check it out, even if they don't agree with you. And so the devil only wants people that agree. If someone else comes along and says, you know, I don't like Miss America pageants, people will go that like those pageants and they'll, they'll disagree the whole time, but they want to hear someone talk about it because something they're interested in. People hear all kinds of things that they're interested in and hearing opinions that are different doesn't make us wrong. And so the devil, people are going to listen to him. And so when he comes to the earth and starts talking, he's going he's to talk to a lot of people and they're going to listen. And then people, a lot of Christians are going to say, don't listen to him, it's a sin. No, listening to a person is not a sin. However, the devil doesn't want Christians to be there because they disagree. 
Same with Muslims, Jews, pretty much everyone disagrees with the devil. His opinions are pretty weird. And so if, you, if the devil's speaking and you speak to him privately, which might happen in the future, it's never happened in the past with you, then he goes to a public speaking forum. If you want to win against him, simply stand up and then repeat something he said. He will be so embarrassed, he'll leave. The first thing he'll do is he'll tell you you're wrong and then you pull out your iPhone where you have video of him saying it and then he'll be embarrassed and tell everyone to murder you actually he gets so embarrassed that he wants people to die that's the reason he's a murderer it's because he gets embarrassed and he wants to cover up the evidence then he wants to take your phone and delete the picture believe it or not he's like one of those people that wants to delete the video if there's a video of him so when he comes to the earth if you want to win against the devil video him everywhere he goes video everything he says and he'll just hide he won't even build babylon he is such a weak speaker that if you video him everywhere he goes and speaks put cameras everywhere he will leave he loves surveillance but if you put him on video he will panic and leave he'll leave the whole earth he'll never come to the earth if you put video cameras in the earth it's a quick and easy way to defeat the devil the false prophet the antichrist and all those um other men called beasts in the upcoming end times so one way to defeat him is to just stand up where people disagree and say the devil previously said that um, one day he will conquer the world and all people will be in direct subservience to Lucifer and no one will know it. But people are going to disagree with that. E Democrats, Republicans, it doesn't matter who they are, they're going to disagree. If they're a child, that's bizarre. Who would want that? No one wants that. And so Lucifer will be embarrassed and he'll leave. That's all you need to do to beat him, the false prophet, the Antichrist. Just publicly say their idea one time and those three will panic and leave. But the other thing you can do that's way easier is just pull out your smartphone, put up... Uh, su surveillance cameras everywhere in the world if you put up surveillance cameras in every building in the world and outside and then use facial recognition systems to just look for those three idiots the devil the false prophet and the antichrist those three will leave the earth and never come here because they, they what they do is so embarrassing to them that they'll never come to the earth and speak they will demand that someone turns off the cameras so if, if you put those cameras up and then just turn them on anytime those three idiots show up They will never come to the earth. Same with the other beasts. One of those beasts is called John Huxton. That's his name. He's called a beast, but his name is John Huxton. He's the one that's associated with Gog and Magog. He'll be there in the end times if it happens. If you just video everything John Huxton says and does, he will leave and never do Gog and Magog. He's such a coward that just being on video is so much that he'll leave. Now, if you have phones out, he'll tell people to kill you. So all you got to do is tell the warriors or the soldiers or the army or whoever to do the same thing, just to film it. Tell them John Huxton is proud and arrogant and he wants people to video him and film him. So all you got to do is video him. He likes it. John Huxton will be so embarrassed by this because he wants to tell people, yo, video me. But conversely, what he says is so embarrassing. He wants to conquer the world. He's going to be one of the seven beasts in the end times, according to the Bible. And he's associated with Gog and Magog. He's so embarrassed by this, by what he says and does, he doesn't want anyone to show the video later. So if you video it and then put all that dumb shit he says on YouTube, those four idiots will never come to the earth. So there's, here's, there, I'm going to repeat it now. Here's the ways you can defeat the devil, the Antichrist, and the false prophet. Number one, a answer from the dictionary. They, can, they cannot beat the dictionary. The dictionary is too hard for them. Number two, use a calculator. Number three... Repeat what they said where people disagree because those people have public speaking anxiety. 
Number, the devil, the false prophet, the antichrist. Number four, video it and put it on YouTube, Daily Motion, Vimeo, and all the other video hosting services. They'll never come to the earth if you do this. If, if they can go places where there's no video cameras, they'll go to those places only. But if you put cameras everywhere in the world and then put them on live and then put on facial recognition software just for those three idiots, those three idiots will never come to the earth ever. And then they're defeated. You don't have to fight the armies or anything. They'll never do the end times because they're embarrassed. So that's how you defeat those three. Now I'm gonna throw in a, um, a little complication here. During the end times, Jesus Christ and God are gonna be here too. And those two, God Almighty and Jesus Christ, don't like being filmed either. According to the law of God, you're not supposed to make anything that's the likeness of God. So when he comes and goes, you're allowed to see him, but you're not allowed to take photos. So if you don't want God to be in the earth, take a photo of him and put it on the internet. He'll leave. He doesn't want anyone to see him for some weird fucking reason. He wants everyone to call him God, know who he is, recognize him when they see him. But then when you finally see him and take a picture so you can show everyone so they can recognize him when, you, when they see him, that dumb idiot, God on his throne will just fly away like Thanos on the throne for some weird fucking reason. For some reason, he likes to fly down to the earth sitting down. And Jesus Christ, he doesn't come down in a throne. But in uh, about 80 years, he gets a crown. And so he'll do stuff wearing a crown for a thousand years. But until then, if you film Jesus, what will happen is you got to stand close enough to hear him. And then he won't say anything about it. He'll just keep doing his talking or whatever. But then if you film yourself challenging him, he'll answer you the same ways he answered the scribes and the Pharisees. So the way you embarrass Jesus is you do it all very kindly and you never accuse him. You ask him basic doctrinal questions. So you say, Jesus, I would like to know so I can tell my friends, my family, and you know, just anyone you, you like, okay, just tell them who it is. Why is it for the last 2000 years, you weren't in the earth, you didn't answer my prayers, you never spoke to me and you never preached in the church. You never came here like an angel. You never brought me to heaven and I never saw you. And this, my mother said the same thing. And so did her mother. My, my great grand, uh, my grandmother uh, said she prayed to you her whole life and you never, you never talked to her one time. She was hurt one time. You never healed her. Her baby died. You never brought the baby back. She prayed to you her whole life and you never answered even one prayer. And so you just ask this basic doctrinal question and you say it in a very kind and honest way. That's not accusing him. Just, hey, Jesus, where you been? Uh, we've been t trying to figure out where you've been. Jesus will get so fucking embarrassed that he will probably turn red in the face and punch someone right in their fucking jaw, even a young woman or an old woman or a child. If a child asks him this question twice, Jesus will probably punch a 10 year old right in the fucking jaw because Jesus will always avoid that question because he's ashamed and embarrassed that he never came to the earth, never preached in church and never answered your prayers. He's especially ashamed if you ask on behalf of someone else, in part because he knows when you leave, you're going to go tell them the answer. If you ask about your grandma that's alive, he thinks you're going to go tell her and he'd rather punch you in the fucking jaw, even if you're a young woman, rather than tell you the truth. He didn't come here because he was embarrassed. So there's, there's the surprise about Jesus Christ. If you film him and video him, um, excuse me, and get his audio and all that stuff like with a phone, I'm just mentioning that because we need to stand close to him to get the audio. He'll talk the way he did before. That's what he's going to do. He's going to go around preaching barefoot 
or something in Israel or something or wearing sandals or whatever. But if you ask him basic doctrinal questions, just bluntly, he'll, he'll rebuke you like you're a sinner. If you say, Jesus, I believe what you said and the doctrine says you were God. Will you prove it? So I can tell everyone, put it and film it on my phone and show people. He'll, he'll accuse you of doing a sin when you just say, Hey, I'd like to show people what you, what you can do. You're, I believe you're God. But if you show people that video, he'll later be embarrassed and you can eventually get Jesus Christ to completely stop speaking. If you say to him, Jesus Christ, will you prove you can do a miracle so everyone can see? You can do it this way. I recommend this way. Say, Jesus, the whole world wants to know. Will you do a miracle that we can see? Because if you do it, then where we can see it, then the answer is there. The question is answered. What miracles can you do? And we can see it, we can observe it, and then people that we all know. So they don't have to ask that question anymore. When they ask in church, the church can say, check it out on YouTube. It was filmed on a smartphone, an iPhone or something. But if you, if you ask him that, he'll rebuke you. He'll say, thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. <laughs> and then you can say, why not? Uh, you say you do a bunch of miracles. The Bible says you do a bunch. The Bible kind of implies you're just going to keep doing them forever. It's not tempting you to ask you to do one. In fact, in church, we're taught to pray to you and ask you to do them. People do it every day. Are you accusing every Christian of being a sinner? He'll be so fucking embarrassed that for the next 75 years, he won't even talk all the way to the end times. He'll completely stop talking because if he says, thou shalt not tempt the Lord God, God, he's accusing all Christians that pray for a miracle of being sinners when they believe he can do it. But then if you ask him why he's never done it for 2000 years, he'll probably punch you in the fucking face to try to silence you because he'll get so angry. He'll probably turn red in the face. So if you want to silence Jesus in the end times, you can do it very similar to how you do it with his father or the devil. Ask them a simple question that they should know the answer to. Lucifer, do you want to take over the world and make everyone subservient to you and make them call the Antichrist the Most High God? God, who is the Father of Jesus Christ, you say. Can I put a video of you on YouTube? Oh, there, go, there God goes. They're just embarrassed. Doesn't even talk. Just leaves. That's the video for YouTube. God running away from a question just like the devil. And then Jesus Christ will punch you in the fucking face if you ask him a basic doctrinal question twice in a kind way. See, if you ask him in a kind way, he's gonna to refuse to answer. And then he's gonna be embarrassed. He'll get, he'll, from the embarrassment, he'll get so angry, he'll punch you. And if you ask him in a hard way, that he, he might call it like hard or angry or something like Jesus, why don't you do miracles? Will you do one and prove it and settle this dispute? He'll rebuke you like you're an evil sinner that's going to burn in hell. And if he keeps doing this, he's going to try to get all the Christians to burn in hell. Because if they say, Jesus, will you please heal me? I've, been, I've had the same ailment in my knee for 30 years. I've prayed to you since I first got it and you've never healed me. I've seen you. You're right in front of me. Will you please heal my knee? He might say no and then accuse you of being a sinner. And then he might try to say that all Christians that pray for healing are going to burn in hell. Thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. And then if you guys put that on YouTube and talk about it, he'll be so embarrassed. You'll silence him until after the day of the Lord, maybe forever, because he'll never answer it. He'll never answer this question. Jesus, where have you been?
Lastly, I'm going to do one or two more things. So the first doctrines that we might learn are things that Jesus will never answer. He'll never answer them. And there's a lot of them. And so if we, if we ask him any of these questions about to say, I was just going to say like one or two really quick. Uh, I'll just do it really fast. He will, um, he'll never answer them. So here's the first one, general revelation. God, you say, here's what you say to Jesus. Jesus, how does God uh, reveal himself through his creation and through the human conscience? Uh, and how is there knowledge about God through general revelation? Uh, and is, why is it limited? Because it only communicates the general knowledge about God and his character, but not specific knowledge. Jesus will never answer that. And that's one of the most basic weird doctrines that Christian came up with. I don't know why they came up with it. Probably because those three motherfuckers, God, Jesus, the Father, the Holy Ghost, never come down here. And so everyone's like, oh, what's revealed? I don't know, just some general bullshit. Okay, next one's called special revelation. Uh, that refers to God uh, revealing himself through historical events. See, God's never here, so they came up with a bunch of these dumb doctrines. Jesus is embarrassed about that because Jesus was Jesus said he'd be here the last 2,000 years. So if you say, Jesus, why, are, why don't you ever come here? And why do the Christians believe that God does historical events to reveal something special about his character? Jesus will never answer this. And if you keep asking him second time, third time, fourth time, he'll start punching you in the fucking face and you'll see he's a hypocrite that's violent. Then you get to inspiration of scripture. This is uh, referring to God's direction of the human authors of the Bible. So they composed and recorded his message to humankind in their original writings. You can say, Jesus Christ, did God do this? He'll never answer because the answer is so easy and obvious that anyone can know it. God spoke, some people write it down, but it's not everything he said. And some people wrote it down correct and some wrote it down wrong. And he spoke in a different language. It wasn't American English. It was uh, certain other languages, uh, Aramaic, ancient Aramaic, ancient Hebrew, old Hebrew, modern Hebrew. It was uh, a language called the universal language. It was a language called the heavenly language and a bunch of other languages. It's, so when he spoke, it was different languages. It's not even American English. And so this is just a simple thing. God spoke, people write it down and then they become books and people are like, oh, it's inspired. What? That's not what happened. People, someone heard God speak, then they wrote it down, and that's what's in the Bible. It's not inspiration. They heard him with their ears. And they also saw him with their eyes. And so Jesus will never answer this because he wants to tell you, no one has ever seen God. And he also wants to tell you, no one um, will ever hear him speak. You only hear Jesus and said, well, God's going to speak in the earth, and then Jesus is going to sound like an idiot when he says that dumb shit. Next is inerrancy of scripture. So when Jesus comes, God comes, and the devil comes, all of the errancy of scripture is going to be something that we can look at and review based on what they do. Now, an example is the Bible says, no man hath seen God at any time. Why it says hath, I have no fucking clue. And I know what that word hath means, but you're going to see him. And then you can ask Jesus, I just saw God. And you said, no, no one ever has. And I'm a man. And Jesus will not answer that because it's so obvious. You just saw him and Jesus is going to get embarrassed and probably leave like the devil. Next is the authority of scripture telling us how to live our life well with the, uh, to the glory of God. If you believe the only way you can live is to the glory of God, then you're going to not do other things that are normal. For instance, do you wash your dishes to the glory of God? When you hold in a fart in the elevator, are you doing it to the glory of God? This script, this weird doctrine makes it seem like everything you do has to be to the glory of God. Do you wash between your toes to the glory of God? 
when you go pee on the toilet, do you do it to the glory of God? When you wipe your ass with toilet paper, is it to the glory of God? They, they got way out of control with this authority of scripture bullshit, and Jesus will never answer it because it's a stupid doctrine. He can answer it with his beliefs, but he never does, and so he'll refuse. Next is the clarity of scripture. Christians keep saying it's perfectly clear, and then you say, to who? And then they say, oh, well, us, but no, other Christians don't agree. Why? Well, it's not clear to them. Well, then the, the, it's not clear. And so if you ask Jesus, Jesus, is the scripture clear? And he says, yes. You say, what parts are clear? He will look at you the same way a dog looks at um, an RC car controller. He, the dog does not understand what the buttons on the computer do. Jesus does not understand clarity of scripture doctrine, and he will be confused. Next is illumination of scripture. Jesus, show us how the scripture is illuminated. He'll look at you the same way, like a dumb dog. And then, you, if you say to him, uh, you mean the, the light in the room? I turn on the switch and there's an overhead light? Uh, a reading lamp? Uh, the sunlight when I read outside? I mean, he acts like, people act like this is some sort of um, strange doctrine. The light of God. Well, it's light that is on pages. And then, but what they say here is it, is God illuminates the scriptures in our hearts and our minds. Now, the reason they say this is because Jesus is never here. He's supposed to speak to our ears, according to him and his father. But him and the Holy Ghost never do it. To the end of eternity, they never do it. And you guys are going to find that out. Men and women from the future are going to come back to the earth in the end times. And they're going to tell you, Jesus never did what he promised to the end of eternity. Centillion times centillion years into the future. That is real far. He never did it. Neither did the Holy Ghost. He didn't teach anyone anything. Next is preservation of scripture. I'm not going to go into that one. God is one and there's also three. Well, is he one or three? They're like, it's one and three. Then you don't understand basic math. So if you, if you pin Jesus down on this one, he will act like a complete retard. He'll be standing there like a normal person. You'll be like, oh, it's Jesus. Let's go ask him a question. And then he'll look like he's on one of those roundabout things that kids used to fall off in the 80s. They spin around. They said it was too dangerous for kids. He'll start to look like he's on one of those things. He will look so fucking confused, you'll think his brain is spinning around inside of his head like the Exorcist movie. He will be so fucking confused, you won't believe it with the Trinity Doctrine. He cannot answer it, and I know him personally. Next is God is unchanging. Then, so what, here's how you pin him down on that one. You say, explain it with every detail so I can write it down and tell everyone. And I'm also going to record it on my phone so they can hear what you said. And I'm going to put it on YouTube. He'll tell you a bunch of dumb bullshit that's not even related. You ask him again and again, he'll avoid the question like a politician running for the president. To be a president for the presidential office. God is holy. He does know what holy means and he never says it. So there's just a weird thing. God is love. He doesn't understand what this means. He knows a little bit about love. God is gracious. Gracious is his doctrine that he did wrong. And, I'll, and later when he's here, you'll know what that means. So these are a bunch of doctrines here about God, 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 God. So when Christians study this, here's what they end up doing. They're like, how do I live a normal life? And so what you can do is you can ask Jesus, Jesus, if I have to talk about God day and fucking night, how, how do I hold in a fart in the elevator? Do I say, oh, God is holy. I'm holding in this fart. Oh, when you're doing the dishes or washing your laundry, you say, oh, God is love while you get stay, uh blood stains out of your kid's shirt because they fell down one time or something? I mean, do you have to just endlessly talk about God? You can ask Jesus this and he has no fucking idea. He's not sure. And so the way you silence Jesus, the way you silence God, and the way you silence the devil is nearly exactly the same. And when you hear those podcasts, this is going to be one of the weirdest things you ever heard. But when we see them in the earth, I'm going to refer people to this podcast if they're interested. And if I have to talk, I'm going to explain it to people just like I did in this podcast. Or more likely, I'm just going to embarrass those three retards. 
they're going to probably stand right next to me, all of them, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost on one side, the devil, the false prophet, and the Antichrist on the other side, and you're going to see the biggest fucking circus you've ever seen in your life. You're going to say, those are six bozos that can't figure out how to do anything. You are not going to believe how fucking stupid they look when there's cameras on their faces. They might all three leave the earth as soon as the cameras turn on because they're afraid people will hear their answers later. It will be the most embarrassing end times you've ever seen. And I've decided I'm going to make sure that it doesn't go how those idiots want. And so I look forward to seeing all of you in the end times.